Hot Tub Beers is meant for entertainment purposes with a side of beer education. Each episode may contain offensive and off-color humor. Our intended audience is people 21 years of older who love beer and laughter. Pop the top on the old jacuzzi A rain or sunshine, we're not too choosy Daytime, nighttime, we're always home When you drop on by on your mobile phone To hot tub beers Amber's ales and lagers Hot tub beers Slip on into the water Take one down, pass it around We're tasting micro-brews from Texas towns Stouts and pilsners, boxing weeds We're having hot tub beers Just my friends and me Hot tub beer fans, are you looking to buy, sell, or lease a home with or without a hot tub? Hugh Height, the Texas beer realtor, is who you need to call to help with all your real estate needs. Hugh knows hops and Hugh knows houses. That's txbeerrealtor.com or 281-939-8182. Wait, are you recording? Oh, I am recording. Welcome oh, back. No. This is, this is going to be a one-off episode, right? Uh, uh, because our, we just got done recording the Trappist episode. Full disclosure, right? So, Lent's in full season. We just got uh, recording the Trappist episode to talk about Trappist beers and their role in Lent. And we rated some of the, uh, the rarest beers in the world. And apparently my not safe for work part of the episode was vengeful because I got bit by two ants while we were recording that well, one. Well, you know what? Jesus <laughs> is listening at all times. Who knows? Y'all decide whether that was uh, over the line or not. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> so here we are. And in order to, to help us get a better perspective, in order to make us sound a little bit more educated, um, on the Trappist Beer episode, we had Mr. Jonathan Shannon. And so... He brought us a special gift, and I didn't want to go the episode without recording it. We want, he wanted us to taste it. I wanted to taste it, but I wanted to record it and promote it for posterity. This is this is the it, this is not a sour. Now, from patients, we're used to sours, rustic farmhouse sours, correct? Yep. This is not along the normal patients brewing lines. This is out of our norm for okay. sure. Okay, but uh, I wanted to show a little bit of a different range. So okay. this is an Imperial Stout, and it's a big one. So this is about this clocks in at about fifteen point two percent. Oh shit! Alcohol. Okay. And uh, it's thick. It's viscous. It is. Would you call well it balanced. girthy? It's girthy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, and it has a lot of. It boasts a lot of vanilla bean on the back end, and okay. we also uh, added some uh, oak that was aged in uh, apple brandy. So okay. you get a little bit of apple brandy and vanilla. Pulls for a nice combination. It, it, it really does, man. This beer, I don't know. On the, on the nose, it was fantastic. It's pulling me in. That apple brandy is on the nose, without a doubt. You can could, you could smell it. You can, you can uh, when, when you put it in your mouth, there's this uh, alcohol burn to it that 
and I know sometimes that's used as a negative thing. I like it in the hot tub. I like the fact that 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 alcohol that you're using to age the beer in or to accent the beer shines through, right? If not, why are why are you using it? But there is a brandy burn there that is amazing that really fits with this beer. Now, it is a viscous beer. This those guys that are sitting there saying they're these uh motor oil stouts this might be a motor oil stout now it's a, it's a lightweight motor oil it's sitting heavy this isn't diesel motor oil but it is it's six year glass it's Look got at, legs I, okay <laughs> i know we're looking at this jake you might want to take a picture of this oh jeez louise my glass compared oh. to his glass where he has coated it with the uh with the stout it almost the it is stuck to the glass it is it has changed the color of the glass that's kind of crazy. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. What are you What are you getting out of this beer, Jake? Oh, good times. Mm. <laughs> um, n- no, I wish I wasn't so ADD sometimes. Um, definitely vanilla. Yes. Uh, did you use staves or did you use barrels for the brandy? Uh, no. Uh, so Spires. for the apple brandy, I used uh, just chips. And chips. That's because it's such yeah. a small batch. So you uh, soaked them and used them? This actually is only a 10-gallon batch that we made of this. Oh, wow. Uh, each Every five gallons of this took about eight hours to make. And uh, it took a lot of grain. And a tw- like a whole 20-gallon kettle uh-huh. completely filled up to the brim to make five gallons. Wow. So... You definitely get this like kind of oaky, earthy, woodiness kind of to it. Um, I don't know if oak is correct, but it's definitely woody. Yep. Uh, the brandy comes off the top, so I've I've had this beer before, um, and I actually enjoy this much more warm than I did cold. Yeah. The cold is good, but I really love that like aggressive apple brandy. Like it's there. It's like it really is aggressive. It brings, I love it. It brings a whole like level of characters to it, and. Uh, the color, um, man, you don't see beer with that type of colored head on it from very many people at all. And like the fact that it came out so dark but still maintaining, you get a lot of syrupy, like big oil bombs that don't have that ability to maintain its carbonation. And this is just so perfectly carbonated. It really is such an aesthetically pleasing beer. The the flavor is fantastic. Uh, vanilla, it's a vanilla bomb for sure, but it doesn't overdo it you know what i mean it's like that perfect vanilla bomb like yeah i'm about to get wrecked on vanilla but i'm gonna enjoy it this time i appreciate it man uh so we're drinking this at about room temp and when you drink this cold uh-huh. it, it drinks like a regular imperial stout and you can kind of taste some of the um the roundedness from the vanilla you don't taste the apple brandy as much till it warms up right so it's definitely one of those beers that like brings you through a journey as it warms up and you it kind of opens that bouquet uh, that's meant to be explored as so, you're drinking the beer. Does this beer have a name? So this beer is going to be called Surrender to the Flow, okay. which I think is a perfect name. It fits our mantra, and it fits um, just kind of letting go of what we have, you know, our own vices on and what we stress about in everyday life. Um, drink this beer, relax, enjoy it. And let it open up to you. That's funny. That almost fits with our previous episode. Almost. Uh, yeah, we're just kind of letting go of of the shit that's bogging you down, and yeah. and and just kind of relax, enjoy what's around you. I, I tell you what, for for me, 
and I'm glad that we tasted it at the temperature that we're tasting it at because that apple brandy forward to me really makes this beer. It sets it apart. It makes it unique from other styles that I've had. I, I love it. Like, I'm the guy that goes to, when I go to the Mexican restaurant, I just can't order the margarita. I have a shot of Presidente on top of the margarita, so some Mexican brandy on there yep. to kind of cut the sweetness. Um, and so I'm kind of partial to brandy in the first place. And the fact that you've used it in this stout, and when it warms up, that comes forward. Like, yeah. I really enjoy it, dude. Like you, I, I, I know you weren't doing it specifically for me, but I'm, I'm going to claim that you are. I thought about you a couple times. While we Thank made you. It. I appreciate yeah. that. Thank <laughs> you, sir. <laughs> nice. Take a shot. Thank you, guys. Yeah, no, fantastic, man. I, I can't wait to have this for the third time. He just promised me off air to have another. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's right. Okay, so Jake by default gets one. The so. date on this release. What jobs. is the date on this release? Of this beer, uh, we don't have a release date on this one yet. Um, okay. I mean, it's ready. But, oh, we don't. Uh, we're gonna have the collaboration uh, beer first, which is gonna be April 9th, Oh, I believe. Okay. That's so the, gonna other be the wooden one. bus. Uh, but shortly after that, we'll have the this beer uh, in people's hands for them to enjoy. Oh, nice. Um, I think we might even do it in April. So it might be the fourth week of April. Fourth week of April. So okay, so you're gonna have two releases in April. First one is gonna be April 9th, which is the collaboration with Wooden Bus. Now we had that one as well, correct? That yes. was the one we tried uh, we, to name Relax as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that one's called Two Mirrors, and we're gonna do a um, a, a hard vinyl pen uh, merchandise release. Okay. For that one, and they came out looking really nice. It took a month to get them. Okay. But it was well worth the wait. Nice. So I think people are gonna be. Uh, pretty ecstatic about them nice and, and so when this episode releases because we'll I, this is just going to be a one-off episode so i don't know if we're going to release it in collaboration with one of the other episodes that we do on tuesday or whether this is going to be a random drop throughout the week but it will definitely come out before your releases so that people know um Get on Patience Brewing Instagram. So if if they're looking for how they can get in on a release, how are they going to do that? Uh, just got to keep an eye out on our Instagram uh, and our Facebook. We'll, we'll typically have a kind of a heads up. But I think, too, uh, if I end up having an episode with you guys ahead of time and we nice. have a date kind of uh, locked in, I'll do the unofficial official uh, announcement there, okay, and that'll give people a little bit, a little bit more of a heads up uh, to get, kind of get ready and be prepared to make sure that they're uh, ready to go and uh, opt for the lottery. Nice. So listen closely to Hot Tub Beers for your chance to uh, get in on Patience Brewing. Uh, early nice voting. Collab. Yeah. Early voting. Nice. I like that. Early, early voting <laughs> to get in on Patience Brewing. Um, Man, Jake, what are you thinking on rating this beer? Because that four point Don't even ask me. Are you serious? No, You're going no, straight 100%. there. Yep. All right. Okay. So I, tell look, me why. You guys don't are just, just throw it no, out. No, I'm not. I'm not. I, I, if you, if you've ever met me, I don't like fluffing people. I'm not a fluffer. Don't catch me on the porn <laughs> set doing the behind the scenes work. That's uh, not what I heard. <laughs> no, uh, so I've had this beer before, and I've thought about it just about every day since. Uh, I actually have had the new release of King of Terrors since I had this last and I yep. still have been thinking about this beer. Oh, really? Man, 100%. Means a lot. It is it is unique to other beers that like so 
having a stout produced with some kind of alcohol behind it, be it rye whiskey or bourbon, or uh, we've seen, gosh, what else have we seen? Um, well, we got cognac with the French press, which is another brandy. But w- apple brandy seems to be, it's not something that we've seen before. Copperhead it's, does a lot with apple brandy. Do they really? Yeah, they do. I, I, I love that you brought that up because they're... There's a lot more prominence in apple brandy coming. Like it's it's an up and coming trend. Uh, I've seen lots of tequila and gin. They usually fall flat on the consumer side, but the apple brandy side seems to really take off on the consumer side. Which at the end of the day, doesn't matter how much you like it, doesn't matter how much we like it, or how much uh, cool stuff we do during it. If the consumer doesn't pick it up, it's not going to trend. It's not going. It's not going to create the demand that we want to keep making it better. But with apple brandy. I mean, for one, people don't really know what apple brandy is, which really helps. But it's it's got such a great flavor. It's not this apple bomb. It's brandy. Correct. It's got all these characteristics. And the next thing we know, we need to be doing a Calvados barrel, Jonathan, Shannon, yeah. which is pear and apple brandy. And, like, there's so many unique things that can be done with it. And the fact that the consumers are picking it up right now as well, I see I see a pretty good trend of apple brandy barrel coming up. Well, the, I, I Go agree. ahead. I'm sorry. I, I agree. I mean, I think uh, Hunapu... Uh, which I had probably five years ago. Uh, the, I finally got to try the double barrel Hunapu release, and it was aged in apple brandy barrels, which is the first time I've ever had a stout of that caliber, you know, aged in apple brandy. And it blew my mind. That's yeah. that's where I was like, oh my god, apple brandy! Whatever it did to this beer was magic. And um, I think a lot of people that I've kind of hinted, hey, we're making a stout, we're gonna. I'm going to add apple brandy to it, you know, and oak and all that. And then they said you had to, you had me at apple brandy. If you've had an apple brandy stout, you get it. Yeah. And if you know, you know. But, and that's a good point. Like, I didn't know till now. And now I know. And and the, the, the pairing there, it fits well with those roasty, deep, dark, rich, dark chocolate notes of a stout. It really does. Um, and then the vanilla adds another bit of complexity to it so tell me like instead of just brewing an imperial stout with apple brandy uh soaked oak chips why add the vanilla uh they're all bridges of flavor i mean you have a good base base malt and and the stout holds well on its own but to add those uh vanilla undertones adds a little bit of a um a higher range to it so it, it adds a little bit more uh you could say almost like a a warming effect to the beer rather okay. than just a low note uh, roastiness. Mm-hmm. So it adds a, uh, a kind of a, it's like a welcoming mat to a stout. The apple brandy um, adds a little bit more of a, a high acidic tone to it uh, with the alcohol content too. So it rounds out the flavors and they all kind of hold hands together. Like they work so well together. They're all they friends, do. you know. Yeah, they, they really do. It doesn't. This I, I don't know. We've we've definitely talked about adjuncts on this podcast a million and one times, and about how we've had definitely had some beers where adjuncts were just like almost masking the beer itself. This seems to be a style to where the adjuncts are not masking what's behind it. It's really accentuating what's behind it. Um, and it, it, you've done a beautiful job. I, I will I will be completely totally honest. I'm curious about the imperial stout without the additives in it. And and what does that taste like? Because you can tell there's there's a backbone to this beer that's that I don't know. I'm going to venture out and say that it could probably stand on its own. It can. Um, and I was really excited about just the base beer itself. 
But I think in the market, the current market today, I wanted to add a little bit of complexity. I am about pushing the boundaries a little bit too. I don't want to just put a, a stout out there. We may do that at some point in time because it takes a lot of time to just make the base stout itself. Yeah. Um, where we offer both. Like, you, here's the base. I would like to do that. I have a base. Then here's the adjuncted one. I've also done this before in the past with uh, coconut uh, un- or untoasted coconut. Uh-huh. Very, very good. Really? So we mentioned this uh, to a certain guest last time. Um, I really, really want to see if we can pull something together with Vince Mandeville, Jonathan Shannon, Tim McGuire, and then Jake Thorne. Let's pull something together because Vince Mandeville, formerly Brash, uh, the creator of Hammer Smash Faced and so many other badass stouts. I mean, truly uh, innovation just like just bleeding out of this guy. Same with you. Let's put all of that together. Let's like if that's a project like you're interested in about doing two different versions, like the the clean version, the barrel version, and kind of really dive into that. Let's see if Vince will get on board. Let's see if we can get something going because I'm all in. It would it would be fun. It would be interesting. I think Vince Vince is one of those guys where like when he got into the hot tub, it was he was nervous about it, but when he left, I think he was sold. I hope so. That's usually how a lot of people are, but I think it's because we're quirky. I do. <laughs> You're quirky. It was, it was, Come to my house. Get half naked. Jump in the water. <laughs> yes, you, we will record it. Put, it, put, it, put things put in it your in mouth. Those terms. Don't yeah, worry. Plenty mouth. of pictures and videos and sound recordings. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do this anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, totally, I'm totally down for that, man. When you paint uh, the picture in that manner, it becomes a bit, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can find the word. Murky? Murky? Odd? That's a good, yeah, yeah. So just just to put it clearly to our, our uh, listeners here, okay. the reason why we don't have uh, an overabundance of women in the hot tub is not because we don't like women. It's because we don't like having to say those things to women. Hey, come get in this hot tub, and yes, we're definitely going to record it. Yes, it's in a backyard. No, you don't know where you're going. I mean, that's that's the only reason. It's a tough question to ask. It is. You know but, what? <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What do you want to do? We want to drink beer. If you're if you're a woman and you're concerned about coming on the hot pat, uh, excuse me, the podcast, talk to Taylor Beasley. Oh yeah, she's completely bought in. She's she OG. Care. Yeah, she's an OG, OG <laughs> friend of the show. Um, I'm going to go ahead and rate this as well. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go three nine repeating. I'm gonna go three nine repeating on it. And Ooh, I'm gonna, he I'm said gonna go, you suck. I'm gonna go just. I'm gonna go just below <laughs> the four that Jake gave, uh, and I'm gonna say the reason why I really like the beer. I want a little more apple brandy and a little less vanilla, to me. But the way that it stands is still a beautiful beer to me. But I love that. But that's gonna go back to personal preference. Is I like that alcohol burn off that stout. I love those flavors and the apple brandy. To me, that was that was unique. And dude, I'm coming back for that. So I, I want to follow you up on this. Okay, everybody that's listening right now, I want you to go follow Patience Brewing. I want you yes. to watch closely when this release happens. Get in, try this because I want to prove Tim wrong and me right. It's like six days a week. That's my only goal, and this is this is the one that I truly stand behind. Okay, so that's that's another thing. Okay, so if you go across the streams media, we have they've developed a web page for us that's on there. Ooh. Okay, that has a voicemail feature 
that they should be able to drop us a little voicemail as to what they thought of the episode and some input. So, excuse me, if you're listening to this, and if you're listening to this small episode, I'm assuming that you've listened to several other episodes, um, go taste beers that we've had and drop in your opinion on it. That would be a fun addition to the show. Agreed. Like, yeah, go go taste something and either tell us we are geniuses or tell us we are um, far below geniuses. Um, yeah. I, or, yeah. I'm or, hesitating to use other words. If you, if you just want to skip all that, you can call me at 281-867-5309. Did you... Eight six seven five three zero nine. These guys. Do you want to rate this beer as to how? Well, let me let me take that. Rate this beer. Rate yourself as to how closely to perfect this came out for you. I don't want to rate this beer. Uh, I don't care. I'm, I am really happy with how it turned out, <laughs> and that I means- think that I think I want everybody else to try this, and I think you won't be disappointed. So. They're not going to be disappointed. Um, I'm, I'm just saying, right we, we, normally do st- we normally do sours. Um, for us to do a stout, I would not release this unless I thought it was quality enough to release. If I'll you, just say that. If you could tweak one thing about it, what would it be? Uh, you wouldn't, I would you? I actually don't think I would. It came out exactly nice. what, I was, what I was shooting And I want to follow this up. Okay, go and ahead. And I'm a huge side project fan, so... I think the fact that I was shooting for uh, like more of a side project esque beer mm-hmm. because I do want the viscosity to be high. That's what I got, yeah. and I think the the vanilla notes where I wanted to be the uh, apple brandy right where I wanted it to be. Nice. So we just did literally the number one rated beer in the world, right? Uh-huh. Literally number one rated beer in the world last uh-huh. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jonathan. Shannon over here refuses to give it a 4.0 because that's his personality, okay. right? Drives me nuts. That's uh, his personality. Uh-huh. The fact that he wouldn't rate it automatically makes you know he agrees with me and not you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a perfect score. You know what? And cheers to cheers to agreeing with Jake and not me. Cheers to having different opinions. <laughs> cheers to it doesn't happen often. Let me let me revel in this moment. No, 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 absolutely. Let me revel in this moment. I, I love it. I, I I love actually like this is probably the reason we we came up with this podcast is sharing good beer with good people and man thank you jonathan for bringing such a great beer to share with great people around the hot tub and really enjoyed it um guys if you're listening and you like what you hear uh please make sure that you're following us on instagram if you uh if you are curious about patience brewing follow them on instagram make sure that you're finding out about the releases that you're coming to the releases at thistle draft shop and purchasing their uh their merchandise and getting a beer with that merchandise that you happen to purchase um Click the link in our bio. You can find us on any podcatcher that you listen to. That's where we are located at on multiple uh, platforms, be it Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Pandora. There's also a link to click to support us to keep the hot tub warm. For as little as 99 cents a month, for as much as... $2 is great, but $30 ain't bad. Absolutely. So make sure that you're listening. Make sure that you're drinking. Make sure that you're chiming in on our new Cross the Streams Media uh, website to where you can leave us a voicemail and tell us what you thought of the same beers that we tasted and decide whether we know what we're talking about or whether you're smarter than us. Chances are we're smarter than you, but we still love you. 
<laughs> we love you anyways. Don't, don't be a coward We're and rate those beers. We are non-stoppable. And with that, cheers and enjoy your hot tub beers. Noise. Are you looking for a house with a hot tub so you can be just like us? If so, you need to call Hugh Height, the Texas beer realtor. He's a craft beer fan looking to help out his fellow hopheads any way he can with their real estate needs. That's Hugh Height, TXBeerRealtor.com or 281-939-8182. Hot tub beers Slip on in Having hot tub beers, just my friends and me.